High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. But before that, we're going to be talking culture because we're not just current affairs. Uh, we're going to be speaking to someone from our community who knows something about what's going on in the theatre and was very involved uh, not only in creating theatre but actually keeping it alive in, uh, in, in, in South Africa during COVID and all sorts of doing all sorts of interesting things with children in theatre. So we're going to be finding about what is going on in theatre with Vicky Friedman. Uh, so that is coming up just in a moment. And if you want to be part of the show, SMS us, 34519, that is the SMS line, or Telegram us, 0618951019. Maybe you've seen one of uh, Vicky's shows. Uh, she was in Chicago. Uh, she has been involved with the Naledi Awards and uh, has been doing uh, a lot of Janet Honeyman stuff throughout her career. Really, uh, a, a remarkable. Uh, I don't know what is the correct term. Is it is for theatre person? It's a thespian. Is that is that is that an appropriate term to use, Vicky? Uh, hello, Benji. Yes, it definitely is a thespian. Yes. Thespian. Okay, so mm. we've got a, a genuine, fully fledged thespian <laughs> in the studio today. Vicky, welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us on Chai FM. Thank you. So so much for having me. Now you've had a very varied career. Uh, you you went to King David and then you 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 came out. You've done Janice honeymoon, uh, Honey, honeymoon. You've you've been in Chicago. You've uh, done voiceover work. What what drew you to the theatre in the first place? Wow, I have never wanted to do anything else ever since I was tiny. I you know I began you know creating shows on my friend's little stoop and that was our stage. You know I really began. Um, very young, uh, began ballet uh, at the age of three. So I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the magic that theatre can create um, and and everything that it it, it brought to me. So I, we were always singing and dancing, and uh, you know. And then it obviously became um, an interest during school. And of course, King David is uh, such an incredible place uh, as a student if you are interested in arts and culture because so much was provided for us. We had Glance, which was the the television, you know, um, stuff that happened in the film and TV things. And uh, we had debating and public speaking and uh, Shakespeare's and musicals and Purim plays and choirs. And, you know, when you're somebody who loves that, you know, what more could you ask for in terms of your schooling? And then, of course, I obviously decided to study it formally and yeah it took off it took off from there so I've always I've always loved it now once you got out of school it's 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 a theater is kind of a strange place to start you don't it's not like you know you're an accountant and you have to do your articles and then and and then you go and work and I'm always fascinated by people who start off in careers that you just don't know where specifically to begin I mean maybe you did know where to begin but it doesn't seem like obvious to an outsider what (laughs) what that looks like when you when you're starting to to think about what do you want to be so to speak yes so I have a Jewish mother and she said to me, you better have something to fall back on, you know, and that helps because when you've got that support from your parents, um, uh, but also the, the, the realistic, logical sort of, you know, the, the, wa- the worry that Jewish parents have, I suppose. And so I said, well, fine, I'll do both. And that's what I did. So I uh, took a very long time to like, double the amount of time to get my BA honors. Um, and I studied through NISA and when all the other artists were in, uh, we were in Boogie Nights and I remember we turned down to Cape Town and I put my books 
my huge textbooks on the props truck. And the truck went down and took my books and everybody else was going out for a drink and a jewel and a vibe. And I was doing assignments in the hotel, you know, after the show or before the show in the day or whatever it was. And I just had the discipline to get my degree at the same time. But I was performing and I studied a musical theater degree at, at Pretoria Technicon because it was where my passion lay. But I kind of still, you know, wanted to do other things and, and have, uh, you know, the backup that my parents were asking me for. So. And, and the backup was to get a, a degree in theater so that you… It was actually a degree in communications. Um, okay. So I studied psychology and communications and English. Um, so it gave me a little bit of a different um, way of thinking. And I think when you study um, a degree, when whatever study you, you do, um, it just opens a way of thinking. And I think that's very important for young people uh, to do. So I'm very grateful that I did that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that uh, is, is crucial. So you're not just throwing yourself in. Uh, we're talking to Vicki Friedman today. Uh, she is uh, a local resident thespian on the show. And we're going to be talking about what is uh, she got planned. And if you want to, if you're a fan, let us know. 34519 is the SMS line. 0618951019. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. And we're in studio today with Vicky Friedman talking about the theater and the theater world. And, and Vicky, it's actually interesting for me, you, you have a, a career in front of the stage, but actually you, a lot of your contribution has actually been behind the scenes. A lot of choreography, a lot of voiceover artists, and we're going to talk about kids stuff in, in a moment. Uh, so, so maybe that communications degree, your parents had a point. Like uh, it wasn't just about the front of the stage that you, you can organize in the background as well. Yeah, I did find that as much as I loved to be on stage, I also loved the creativity okay. of being um, part of that creative team, choreographing, um, directing. So I, I, loved, I loved that. And um, they are very different. But I think being a performer really informs your knowledge and builds your, your skills in terms of uh, directing and choreographing because you understand w what the performer needs and then you can stand back and watch um, with a, a particular viewpoint of how to tell your story on stage. So I love creating theater. I love um, making making a story, bringing a story to life um, through through music and dance um, and great acting. And yeah, I really love, I love doing that. I love being behind the scenes. Um, and I love artists. I love performers and artists of all ages and all, you know, um, all different, you know, it's so collaborative, the performing arts. So you are working with crew and technical people and lighting designers. And these people are so brilliant at what they do. They're so creative. And so I really have a, a soft spot for, for all of these creative types. So I, I do love working behind the scenes as well. The, the Yudisha Mama of, 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 of South Africa Theatre. Well, we've got a few, actually. <laughs> there, there, are, there, are lot, there are lots. But, oh, my goodness, maybe I'm turning into one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's talk about something where, where you really were maybe even more than a mama for people, like a, actually a, a real savior was during COVID, the, the people that got hit the hardest were the artists. I mean, there's no doubt about yes. that. And and you, in collaboration with a, a few other people, launched this Noah's Arts. I'm not sure if it had been before or for COVID no. specifically, mm. but but it was it was one of those things, you know, with with 
along with lockdowns and sourdough bread that uh, everyone knew that we had to help the artists as well during like so maybe tell us that story about how sure. it came to to be that this is what you you, you decided you need to do you know what um benji it actually um i suppose hit me quite close to home because i had a very good friend who is um an artist who was telling me about his next door neighbor who had eaten an apple all day that's what he had to eat and one a performer had collapsed because he hadn't eaten. I mean, it really was down to the wire. I mean, this was really about saving lives and feeding people. And I kind of just thought to myself, how can I stand back? I I, I can't. Um, and so I, yeah, I roped in all of my Jewish mama friends. They, they're not, they are Jewish mamas. They're young mamas, though. Um, all performing artists, um, all girls who I, you know, who I love and I'm very close to in the industry, um, a, a Jewish women. And we got together, we created Noah's Art, and we just went on a drive to try to raise some funds so that we could, um, you know, give people food vouchers. And we reached across the country. I'm so proud of the work that we did. Um, we, we reached right across the country. We fed about 2,000 performing artists, crew, technical people, and their families. And yeah, and I must say the community, our community was so generous, so incredibly generous. Um, the Angel Network helped us um, throughout. They were incredible. I, I would uh, encourage anybody to support them. Um, and just with uh, people who cared, people who would listen and people who cared and people who really were just generous and, and gave a little bit or gave a lot. Um, it was incredible what, what can happen when a community pulls together. So thank goodness we helped a lot of people. And, and of course, you actually put together... Could we call it COVID art? I don't know. Was, uh, <laughs> like all of these, all of these uh, performances, so that people, you know, to give people first of all, yes. on the one hand, an opportunity to date, but I also th got the feeling that the artists were just so grateful to be on stage again, even yes. if it was on Zoom or yes, whatever. Yes, absolutely. We did a few beautiful things during COVID, and one of which was actually the Purim play. <laughs> Um, that I created with Sharon Spiegel-Wagner um, for Howard Saxton and the SHS Report. And we created, a, I think it was about a 20-minute Purim play online, all shot on Zoom with professional actors. We stitched it together with Adam, Adam Palkovitz, stitched it together. Everybody just jumped in. And what was so incredible about it, I was so proud of the product because what a laugh. It was just hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but we had such great response. It was just about some comic relief during that terrible pandemic. And then what was amazing is that it was picked up by the Naledi Theatre Awards, which was amazing. We were nominated <laughs> for a Naledi Theatre Award for a Purim play. I'm so glad I'm, I'm telling our community this because only the community gets how insane this is. <laughs> you know, it's a Purim play. It was so, it, the target market was absolutely our community only. <laughs> and yet... You know, we were actually acknowledged by the greater theatre community that had introduced a platform, um, a sorry, an, an awards, especially for online productions. So how amazing just to have been acknowledged like that. And we, uh, yeah, Sharon and I waltzed into the Naledi Awards feeling very proud of ourselves. You know, you do so much in this business. And then the things that kind of get seen or acknowledged or maybe win nominations or awards are honestly the last things you would think. But. I was proud of the work and it was fantastic. So, yeah, we did we did great things during COVID. But I must say, I'm glad that we are back in that live medium because there is something 
so special about live performing arts and that visceral um, sensory experience that you, you get and that we can create for people um, when, when it is live. Are people coming back to theatre that you've seen? Um, it's very slow, Benji. I'd really love to encourage everybody, please, to bring your children to the theatre and for, you know, for people to, to, to venture out again because it's a wonderful experience and it's a great antidote to being in front of your screen all day, right. being on your couch all day. You know, and I know it's cold, but it's getting warmer, so I hope people will come out. Now, one of the things that you do is... You run something called the Fame Fame Academy, which is for young people who who want to get into the theatre. You do voice voiceover coaching yes. and and that sort of thing for them. How, how does that work? And and why did you decide to do that? Yeah, Fame Academy um, is a performing arts training program for young people. It operates just in the school holidays. It's um, a little business that I've run for the last fifteen years, and it's incredible because it you know it. Kids get exposed to singing, dancing, music, musicals, and at the end of the week, they're on the stage performing in a little production for their parents. And there's something so incredible about that experience because at the beginning of the week, they walk in really tentative, and at the end of the week, they're like, wow, I did that. I got on the stage, I, and, and people applauded for me. And there's something so amazing about building that self-esteem, about putting them through that little learning curve. And now, obviously, with the work I'm I'm doing at a National Children's Theatre, this you know I get to extend uh, all of this um, type of thing for for children. And it's not just about. I mean, I think sometimes when people think about the theatre, they think about the Oscars and and you know the, the real top end, the Hollywood stuff. But the truth is, what you said before is that the theatre skills that people do with the kids, and that kids do is really applicable if you're in a corporate situation or yeah. if you're trying to sell something. It, it has a, a real range of benefits for, for people that are far beyond what we think about as the, 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 the shiny lights, right? Well, the, the amazing thing about learning theater for young people is that we are teaching them the much softer skills that maybe they don't always get at school. Um, you know, they're learning teamwork. They're learning empathy. When they take on a character, they're learning what does it feel like to be in somebody else's shoes? Um, they're learning to to really uh, to really create and express themselves, and they find out who they are as people. There are so many of these softer skills that it teaches kids. So learning performing arts is not only for children who want to be on Broadway, and why shouldn't they? Because the truth is that now our children will have access you know, to, to the world. And many of our kids have um, gone on to study, at, you know, a, abroad and make their way onto international stages. But it is the kids who maybe are going to, they are, they need the confidence to learn to present their presentation in the boardroom, as you say, or to work with a team or to manage a team or, um, you know, all of, all of these things, drama, the, the, the gift of drama is, is for all kids, um, it is. It just has such incredible benefits. And then, of course, dance is such a great stress reliever because when they're in that physical movement, you know, we're reducing anxiety. They're getting physical. They're moving their bodies. And our kids are so sedentary these days. So what a perfect thing to put your kids into if they're interested in, in arts. And, and talking about that is, is, is your new role. You've just taken on a new role, which is uh, I mean, extremely uh, – it's just incredible – 
that we have this institution uh, and, and probably people will remember it, uh, I'm sure, as, as a child. We have the National Children's Theatre and, and you've just taken over. Tell us a little bit about that because I suspect for many people that they remember it as a kid and maybe they haven't been back and they're not, they only sort of think about it again when they themselves have children. Yes. So National Children's Theatre has actually been going for about 34 years. So it really has been with us for a long time and um, it has, you know, it's a brand with such special family memories. Um, and the thing is, children grow up, I suppose. So we have to keep telling people we're out there. Um, and, and so... I hope to be able to do that, you know, to to, to get um, parents to bring their kids uh, to National Children's Theatre because it is such a special, magical place. Um, and during COVID, uh, National Children's Theatre created an outdoor venue, which is so exciting. So people can come and bring their picnic blankets and sit out on the lawn while they're watching um, the production. On our colder days, we move the, the productions indoor, indoors and we have a, a lovely little uh, theatre inside um, and it's, it's a magical place. We have a four and a half acre campus with two heritage buildings in Parktown. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I can tell you a lot about it. <laughs> what does it mean to have children's theatre? I mean, when, when, you know, because the first thing that you think is, I don't know, puppets or, uh, or, or uh, I don't know, some kind of cartoon type <laughs> theater. Yeah, I don't, what what yes. does it actually mean when you yes. when you're saying children's theater? What, well, what is the genre? Yes, um, it's twofold in that it is theater, professional theater that is created for a family audience and specifically for the children. So um, we have you know young professional actors in our casts. Sometimes we have children in the casts, but they are predominantly professional actors, adult actors. And then it is the experiencing of learning performing arts for children. So on the weekends, we have classes, drama, dance, music classes, and everybody can look out for some of the exciting things that are coming up. You know, we're going to be come and learn to DJ 101, you know, (laughs) and we're going to learn audition technique for TV and film and we're going to learn um, lots of fun, fun stuff. Uh, so it really, it's it's both of those things. It's uh, children as the audience and children participating in performing arts. And our kids who come to our workshops on the weekend also have incredible opportunities. So they get to audition for our productions. Um, we tell them about all sorts of um, opportunities that may come up for them within the TV and film world and theater productions. And um, and they they get to perform in anything that comes up. Uh, our uh, We have our children performing in a sing-along at Redfest this coming weekend. Amazing. Okay. So they've been rehearsing week after week, and I watched them yesterday, and they are sounding incredible. So everybody can look out for our sing-along with uh, Christine Ludwig and RJ Benjamin and the National Children's Theatre Kids um, at Redfest. Okay, so, so that's what it's all about. I also wanted to ask you about slightly beyond children, right? Because sure. with a society that we have that has so much trauma and so many issues, you, you've seen this creation or, 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 or pushing of, of young adult uh, theater, people who are uh, for, for teens, and, and that's more than just entertainment, that almost helps them address some of their own personal voice issues, that sort of thing. Is that something that the theater is looking at as well? Absolutely. So um, 
when we talk about children's theatre, we are talking about youth. And that extends right up, um, you know, uh, beyond, even beyond the teens a little bit. And our the the students that come to us are between the ages of five and 20. So, we you know, we have um, uh, older older youth, if that makes sense. And yes, absolutely. You know, through my work with kids, I've seen what drama can do for a child who is anxious, a, tri- a child who has been through trauma. Um, it is such a powerful healing tool. I mean, I think we we all understand the healing power of music and learning music and listening to music. And so really we can use these tools that are at our disposal to help our children who have come through quite a, a you know, really tough tough time um, depending on their upbringing, their, their um, community, their, their situations um, and all of our children have come through COVID. So even the younger ones, uh, they are sitting with some, you know, a lot of anxiety and this can really help them. It really can. That's uh, absolutely fantastic. Vicky, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. If people want to see what's on with uh, with what the work that you're doing with the Children, National Children's Theatre, with the Fame Academy, how can they find out all, all of these yes, sorts of things? Yes, they can contact us um, at National Children's Theatre and you'll find us online. Um, and we've got Noko Goes to School on at the moment, which is so sweet, the the musical is just a beautiful experience for uh, the very little ones for ages three up to about seven. Come with the little kids on the weekend. They will love the show. We've got beautiful animal characters. The show is about kindness and diversity and it is a bullying prevention show without it being sort of in your face, if that makes sense. So the kids will just feel entertained and all the adults will read all the, the beautiful messages of kindness in, you know, into what they're watching. So children can sign up for weekend workshops with us. Uh, there's lots going to be happening on that side as we build the performing arts school there. Um, we've got all these very interesting, as I say, uh, you know, ad hoc workshops. We've got a, an amazing doll making a change makers workshop, which is all about creating your a session with um, a beautiful um, a doll creator, storyteller, professional theater maker. Um, and Cholo is going to come in and she's going to create dolls with the children. And then those dolls are going to be used for storytelling. And it's just, we've got lots and lots of beautiful, beautiful things planned. So please, um, you know, get onto our website or call the office if, uh, if you want to uh, get in touch and learn more. And I encourage everybody to bring their kids to the theater. Well, there we go. Uh, Vicky Friedman talking to us about the theater, about her work uh, that she's done, of course, the National Children National Children's Theatre, not the, that is, uh, and, and what they're doing. And I might actually join. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like a doll making workshop sounds like quite a lot of fun, actually. Vicky. You are very welcome, Bridget. We would love to have you. It's for everybody, and you are a change maker, so you may as well come and there, build your doll. There you go, uh, Vicky Friedman. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Benji Shulman, and this is one hundred one point nine High FM.